0: what is up world butterfly influence clients friends people all my caterpillars that are here to learn and grow and become butterflies and if you just heard that sound that is my water drinking app letting me know to uh, stay consistent with my water drinking which is ironic because today we are talking about how to stay consistent with social media. And this is a big problem for a lot of people. So we're gonna touch on this today and we're gonna answer the questions on how to how do you stay consistent? And this is a big problem for a lot of people. So I like to refer to social media as kind of like a plant, okay? And so uh, if you wanna keep a plant alive, you gotta water it consistently, right? Um, you know, if you water a plant for one week and then you decide I'm going to take six months off of watering this plant and you go back and forth and back and forth, it's just not going to work, right? You know, you're going to need to have some consistency there, right? And it's not, and you don't want to overwater it just one time. they oh, I watered it a hundred times in one day, so I don't have to water it for the next three weeks. That's not how it works, right? And so essentially growing a social media is exactly like growing a plant, okay? You got to be consistent with it. And you gotta, uh, you know, water it regularly and water it with content. And that's how you keep it alive. Okay. So it's important not only to keep it alive, um, but also as far as getting results, it's super important uh, to stay consistent. And why is that? So, number one, uh, we live in a world right now that is completely saturated with content, we are constantly being bombarded with advertisements content, media, um, from our friends, families, businesses, uh, networks, things like that. And so in order to get noticed, in order to break through the noise in today's day and age, there's really only one way to do that, and that is to be consistent. People always ask me, "What's the if you were to narrow down the one secret to success on social media, what would it be? And uh, I always say the same thing, it's consistency, right? Because it's the one thing that people don't do. Think about You know, everyone would want to be famous, and everyone would want to be successful on social media, but what's the one thing that most people don't do? They don't stick with it, and that's the biggest thing. So how often is deemed consistent? Once a day, three times a week? It's a great question, and we'll talk about that for sure. Thank you so much for asking that question. Um, And then the second reason why it's super important is because uh, in order to form the decision-making neural pathways in the brain, the, the actual the actual process of forming a neural pathway that makes the decision is through repetition. Uh, you know, When we make a decision, we make the decision based on who, uh, sorry got that, always getting messages, business is going well. Um, we make those decisions based on uh, the most dominant emotion and the large neural strand that's in our brain, right? And you create a neural strand the same way you do with a muscle, right? You have to do reps, right? And those repetitions over time multiplied by emotions and the emotions would be the steroids is how you actually develop uh, those big neural strands right and so if you're not repeating content over and over you're not you're not going to get noticed and think about this too if we're talking about you know this is social media so we there's these are social examples think about it in a sense of <clears throat> let's say you go to a school right and you show up to high school what if there was a person that only showed up to school you know every 2 weeks or maybe once a month, right? Versus the people that you spend time with every day. There's a definite and obvious difference between how you're gonna treat that person and the difference between them, right? And so, uh, you know, to, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) to answer uh, Rebecca's question, Rebecca Northcott Photography, she says, how often is deemed consistent? Once a day, three times a week? I would say both. People say, well, how many times a day should I post? I say, well, really what matters most is not necessarily how many times a day, but rather if you're being consistent, you know, if you can't be consistent every day, then be consistent three times a week, right? So, but make sure you stick to that three times a week, do it three times a week, every week and don't, don't change it, right? If you can do it every day, do it every day, but don't do it every day for three weeks and then stop. And then for six months, right? You want to make sure that you're being consistent. And some people might say, you know, and, and Yvonne says, you know, it's the content also. Absolutely, right? A lot of people will say stuff like, well, you know, I don't want to bother people, right? You know, I don't want to post every day and bother people. Well, you know, that makes sense, right? A lot of people say that, right? <clears throat> but let me ask you something. When was the last time you were on Instagram for longer than an hour and you saw two posts or even three posts from someone that you really enjoyed looking at their content and you were upset by that? right if you're on if you like the content then it doesn't matter if the content serves the audience and it's beneficial and valuable for the audience I I follow some accounts that they post ten times a day and I'll tell you what I love them I love those accounts because they're hilarious and they add value to my life but then you have certain people who post selfies and nonsense every day ten times a day and they're gonna get unfollowed right if you're posting dark pictures where there's no lighting and the sound quality is terrible like and you do that ten times a day? Yes, I'm gonna unfollow you, right? But let me let me give you another example just to be a little bit more um, you know uh, exaggerated here. Let's say somebody said, hey, listen, I'm gonna post on my social media um, different locations where there's gonna be a million dollars hidden, right? And, and and do you think you'd be upset if that person posted more than ten times a day? No, you'd be like, please post again because I need to know where that other million dollars is, right? But my point is is obviously that's not realistic, but you're you want to make sure that you're adding value. And if you're adding value, there's really no limit to how many times you could post. But again, it's not necessarily posting a certain amount of times per day, but rather being consistent is the most important thing. right If you can be if you can't do every day, then do five times a week. Um, I usually recommend if you're just starting out, you definitely want to stay consistent by posting at least once a day because the truth is, if you can't if you're not showing up every day, especially in the beginning while you're building your audience and you're building your influence, you're going to have a lot of problems, uh, uh getting noticed and staying re- and remember having people remember you. Okay. So here's the one uh, little thing I wanted to talk about today as well. As I sit my water here. Um, you know, I have a lot of people come to me and, uh, they'll, they'll come to me with these accounts and say, Hey, can you grow this account? Can you make it better? Can you make it bigger? Can you get me followers? And, um, you know, a lot of the times uh, I can because you know, m- most people have great content, they just, they don't, they, they haven't been seen by enough people yet and if you just wanna be seen by more people, I can help you do that. But the problem is as well, is that sometimes people come to me and they go, how come my content is or how, how come my account's not performing really well? I say, well, you know, because and I, I don't know how else to say this in a nice way, so I'm just gonna say it, it's because your content is shit, right? If you have shitty content, you can't expect people to like fall in love with it just because you signed up for a marketing program, right? So whether it's, you know, uh, whether you're using a service from us, whether you're using a service where you, you know, get uh, get yourself in front of millions of people, if you have shit content, people are not gonna wanna watch it. You, you know, you can put yourself in front of 3 million people and if it's shit, you might get what? 10 followers out of it, max, for if you get any at all, right? And, and, and that's not to be mean, but it's just to, to, to kind of put a mirror up to your face so that you can see that there's no good marketing program that can turn shit content into gold, okay? You need to have content that's quality, that makes people go, hey, this is good. I like this. I'm enjoying this, right? And how do you know if they're enjoying it? If they're, con- if they're connecting with it. If they're not connecting with it and they're not responding to it and they're not engaging with it, then it's not good content. Right? and 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 if if you' if no one's telling you if no one's posting or, or, or liking or commenting, that's a sign right there. The fact that they're not saying anything is a sign in itself. Now on the on the flip side, you can also ask people say, hey, you know what did you like about this content? What did you want what would you want to see more of? And my favorite question to ask is, in your opinion, if there's one thing I could add to this that would make it even better than it already is, what would it be? and get them to give you information so that you can literally take that information and apply it right because too many people are are just posting and posting and posting for the sake of posting and to to stay consistent but they're not actually listening to what their audience has to say right and yvonne says it's got to come from your heart and that takes us to one of our next points actually we'll we'll talk about that in just a little bit but the first thing i want to talk about before we get into that capturing uh people's hearts which is and your soul which is very very true is um the the three processes that you would want to use uh for um for posting content so the first process is break my neck here real quick okay cool the first process is to create content so when you create content that just means that you have uh specifically gone out and Created something yourself. Either you made yourself a me- you made a meme, uh, you made a quote, and you put a background in it. Um, you know, you took a picture, you made a video, you edited something. Um, you know, all of those things would would sort of uh, go into the creation category, right? And then, um, creating content is great. And if you can create original content, you know that's powerful. Right? Because the more original content that you can create, the better. You know, this video that I'm doing right here, this is creating content. I've allocated you know, one hour uh, once a week to do original content. Right, um, And so with this video, I can then take it, I can cut it up um I can make it into a bunch of Instagram clips I can make it into a Facebook video I'll then take this Facebook video and put it into a YouTube video I'll then detach the audio and then I'll put that into Spotify and I'll put that into you know Apple Music and Apple or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and off of just one hour video I can take that and I can create I can reappropriate that content into tons of different f- platforms right so just by creating one piece of content I'll give you another example Um, and actually this is probably actually we'll get into the next part, which is curating content. And this is the problem because most people say that I don't have time to create content. I don't have time. I don't have time. Well, if you look at my page on Instagram, probably like 75% of my content is not stuff that I created. I just take stuff that I looked and found online and thought, wow, this is really, really good. And you know, sometimes I repost it and sometimes I repost it and I tag the person where I found it from. Now, if it's like some random account, and it's just like, you know, all the other stuff they have on there is not, you know, appropriate or whatever, and I just wanted that one, then I I won't tag them, right? But if it's somebody who has a really great account, and I want to give them credit, um, you know, I'll definitely tag them, because what happens is you start to not only create, you know, curate content for yourself so that you're consistent, um, but what you're also doing is you're allowing yourself to build a community by showing other people in your community that you're reposting support. And saying hey here's a tag right and then they see it and they might want to comment or they might want to repost something from yours um, and then you start to develop these friendships and relationships right um, so curating content is really powerful again if you don't have the time to create curating is best and if you don't have the time to curate even uh, you know then we also actually as butterfly influence if you go to ButterflyInfluence.com, we have some content curation services that a lot of our clients have been really enjoying it's a great way to stay consistent uh, without breaking your budget and having to hire a videographer and all these different things. So, after that shameless plug, uh, the next thing is documenting your content. And I think this is really where the magic happens, okay? So, you know, people always say, oh, I don't have time for content. Oh, I ran out of content. That's my favorite one is I ran out of content. And whenever somebody says this to me, I always respond in the same way. You ran out of content, what does that mean? Did you die? (laughs) Did you die? And the reason why I ask that is because life is content. You don't always have to create content because content is happening all around you, right? You just gotta capture it as you go, right? And so, basically, uh, you know, what I like to do is, you know, if I'm having a meeting, for example, right? You know, I had a meeting the other day and I had a couple people over and we were just chatting. And in that meeting, I said, guys, do you mind, I hope you don't mind, I'm just gonna take my camera, And Jeremy says, yes, I'm dead. (laughs) That's funny. Um, You know, I said to these guys, I said, let me just take my camera. I'm going to put it on the table and I'm going to take my computer camera and just film myself uh, in this meeting. Now, I'm going to cut out anything that you guys say or I won't include what you're saying. I won't include your face. But I want to make sure that if we have this meeting and I'm dropping a gem or two as I talk to you guys, that I'm going to be able to have it recorded, right? And all I'm basically doing is now having this process where I'm sitting and doing what I already would have done, right? And people, I could have said, no, I don't have time to make content, right? But what I did was I just set up a camera and boom. Now I had 15 minutes worth of stuff, maybe actually half an hour worth of stuff. And if I go through that half an hour, I'm sure I could pick out one, maybe two uh, really good points that I had made that are really valuable and worth putting on Instagram. You know, I do a lot of workshops and I do a lot of um, uh, in-person seminars, right? And I could say, guys, I didn't have time to make content because I was doing an in-person seminar right but what I did instead was I filmed it and I also captured it as I go right and I and I got people to take pictures of me while I was there and then what I would do I post them online and when I post them online people see that they say oh wow this guy Bo he's busy he's working he's doing stuff right and then that allows me to stay consistent as I go capturing my story and that's a big part of it as well you're telling your story with your social media Right? So if you're not capturing things as you go and documenting it, then really, how are you telling the story? And that's a huge, huge, huge important part of social media. And the reason why people are going to remember you, not only because you make them feel a certain way, but also because you told a story, and those stories are what lasts. Right. So, And here's a, here's a little tip as well. If you're not sure when you should be documenting something, when you should capture a post, um, I like to use this rule of thumb. And the rule of thumb is... Is if you're feeling an, a strong emotion. So if you feel any type of strong emotion during the day, that's when you want to capture it. Okay. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I was going to, into the uh, the metro the other day, and I'm in the line, and I was sitting in the in the in the line waiting, and I I bought like a bunch of groceries, and uh, <clears throat> you know this was a while back, you know probably around around last year, um, and I'm I'm sitting there and. As I'm waiting for these these groceries, and as I'm paying for them, I realize that like I bought significantly more groceries than I normally would, and this is something that I couldn't have done, um, you know, maybe two, three, or four years ago when I was first starting my business. When I was first starting my business, if I'm going to be open and transparent with you guys, there were times where I actually ate at like youth shelters uh, because I couldn't afford to eat, and it was a really brutal time, right? And, um, you know, and thankfully to friends, like, you know, I have my friend Jeremy on here and people like that, that, you know, would give me food and stuff like that occasionally because I was really struggling. Right. And so, hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, Leanne. And um, and so during that time when I was in that Metro line, I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself, damn, like, you know, this is this is crazy. I'm able to do this. And my company at that time had just reached like a record uh, profit. Right, this is a profit that I had never reached in one month before, and I was so proud of myself. And literally in that moment, I almost started crying because, you know, there was a time where I couldn't afford to even do any of this. And um, at that moment, I was like, "Wow, you know what? This is a powerful emotion. It's a strong emotion. I need to capture this." Right. So as I left the metro, as I'm walking out, you know, on the way home, just on my walk, I just put my camera up and I started filming my 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 thoughts on it. Right. Um, you know, and I'll be honest, as I was filming it, I screwed up a couple times. If I were to guess, I'd probably say five or six times even. Um, but when I screwed up, I just went uh, and went back at it and tried right away. I didn't take any time to say, oh, you know, uh, this is hard. And, oh, I can't believe this or I suck. I just, if I screwed up, I stopped it and started again. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're screwing up consistently with your social media um, when you're trying to record something, a big thing that actually people don't realize is that when you when you're screwing up, you actually stop breathing as much. Um, and this is gonna sound so weird, but you you sort of panic and you're not breathing. And so what I like to do is if I'm noticing i'm I'm screwing up what I'm trying to say a lot, I'll take a deep breath and I go and then short like a very short breath out and a very uh, strong breath out. And what that does is it fills my lungs with oxygen and then it releases all the carbon dioxide. And uh, and what I notice is that that refreshes my head, and I'm able to think better, um, and so I can get my thoughts out more clearly, and uh, I'm I'm more calm in that process. And um, and so, whoop. <laughs> almost lost the, uh, almost lost my uh, my stand there. There you go. I got this little stand um, from uh, one of those like mobile shops. So hopefully it doesn't fall while we're, uh, while we're talking again, I should say it doesn't fall again. Um, but anyways, so, uh, you know, and when I made that video, um, from at Metro, you know, I took the video and I didn't post it right away. I just left it in my library and that's something I want to mention to you guys is that, you know, capture things as you go and then store it for later. Right, you know, you might go through a whole day and get five different things that you might say, "Oh, that's great! I want to post that." "Oh, that's great! I want to post that." But you don't want to post five things in one day if you can't stay consistent for the week. Capture the five things, save them in your library, and then the next day when you're ready, boom, post it, and you're good to go. Right? Thanks, Connor. I appreciate the compliment. Right. So that's that's an important part. Right. And the other thing about capturing and documenting is that not everything that you that you do during the day is going to seem interesting to you. Right, but what you can do is you can frame certain situations to sound and feel more interesting. Okay, I'll give you an example. I was at a a diner the other day with a client, and it was a two two guys that were in a band, and you know we were just having coffee, right? And you know the worst, you know, you hear this all the time where people say, "Oh, I don't want to see what you had for lunch. Why do you keep posting that?" Right. So if he, they were to just post their, you know, uh, you know, eggs and and home fries, you know, it, it wouldn't have been a good post. So what I did just to prove to them that you can be consistent is I took a picture of them both, right? Cut off the, I cut off the eyes. So it was just like the lower part of their face. And then, um, they each had their coffee in their hand. And, uh, I, I put the picture into a a picture editing app on my phone. Uh, I use InShot, I N S H O T. Um, InShot is really good. I think it's for both Android and for iPhones. And, um, what I did was I added a little vignette to it, so make it like you know uh, dark around the edges, and uh, I adjusted the filters a little bit. And uh, if you're not really good at that stuff, um, you can just add like a, 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 a pre a preset like filter or theme or whatever, right? And you know I took a very basic image and I made it look cool. And then what I did was I said, hey, instead of just taking this one image of you guys drinking coffee. How can we form this into an emotional situation? What's the emotion behind why we're here in the first place? It's the fact that we're here discussing this marketing is because you guys are chasing your dreams, right? So let's talk about that. So we made the post and said, you know, drinking coffee over discussing our dreams, um, taking our lives and our band to the next level, right? Thank you so much, Yvonne, for tuning in. I appreciate it. And so, again, a very basic situation where we could have said, I didn't have time to post content because I was in a meeting or us having coffee and doing a coffee meeting, capture that coffee meeting and turn it into a story in some way. And that's how you're really gonna be able to stay consistent. Okay, and so people say, well, what should I post? I always say, well, I can't give you an exact thing to post, but I can give you a framework of what to post. And so that framework for me is the three main emotions. The three main emotions that you want to consider posting about in order to stay consistent is the before, the during, and the after emotion that someone would feel when making a purchase of your product and service. What's up, R.P.? How you doing, brother? So the three main emotions, and so this is what I mean by this, okay? So what does someone feel before they purchase your product and service? What does someone feel while they're purchasing your product and service? What does someone feel after they've purchased your product and service? This is important because all the decisions that we make are based on emotions. We don't make any decisions based on logic. And the reason why I know this, and you can tell, is if you've ever gone to a store where the salesperson was giving you all the right information, all the all the exact right specifications of the things that you wanted to buy, all the details, but for some reason you got a weird feeling from that salesperson. And what do you what do we always say? I'm sorry, I have to think about it right? And the truth is we don't have to think about anything because we've already felt about it and that's where we made our decision, right? And so if you want someone to purchase your product and service, you need to be associated with uh, certain levels of emotion. So the before emotion is the relatability aspect, okay? So the relatability aspect is saying, hey, I know exactly where you're at, right? Um, Because how can you tell someone where to go if you don't know where they're at? right? How to get there, right? If you don't know where they're at. And so the before aspect, uh, creates that relatability. If you can articulate a person's problem better than they can, they will automatically assume you have the solution, whether you do or you don't, right? But being able to articulate their problem better than they can, they'll assume that you have the solution. So, you know, with social media, oftentimes I'll talk about how I hate taking selfies. It's really challenging, things like that, right? And people will say, Oh, well, Bo, that's crazy. How, how do you, how do you hate taking selfies if you're doing social media professionally, right? But at least you know where I'm coming from. Maybe you can help, right? And that's important. The during emotion is more so the aspect of confidence. Okay, so when people are, you know, this is my during emotion, for example. What you're seeing right now is me purveying my during emotion, right? As I talk about this stuff, I want you guys to feel the confidence that I have on this topic. I want you to feel positive and, and warm and welcoming as I'm providing this information right because when you decide whether or not you want to work with me you're going to be looking about and thinking about the feeling that I provided in something like this and say well if Bo is like that in this process he's going to be like this when we work with him right and so the after emotion is really the most important because you know people don't buy anything based on you know what they're actually buying they buy it for the emotion that's that it's going to provide for them and so you know, when I talk to my staff, I, I say stuff like, hey, guys, we don't sell social media services. What we sell is significance. What we sell, hey, what's up, Rich? What we sell is success. What we sell is, uh, uh, you know, having a voice and feeling heard, right? Feeling like you belong somewhere. That's what we sell. And how we get people that is through social media services, right? So essentially, that's what you want to be doing as well. When you're creating this content, you don't want to say, hey guys, do you feel this way? Then you should get this. But rather, it's similar to looking at a piece of art, right? So you, know, you might look at a piece of art and it'll make you feel a certain way. There's no description underneath it that says, hey, you should feel this way because this is how I was feeling when I painted it. No, right? But by posting and by them seeing it, they're going to feel it inherently. And that's what you want to do is Focus on content that evokes the three main emotions of how they feel before, during, and after making a purchase of your product and service. And simply by doing this, I've had people reach out to me and say, Bo, I want to do business with you. How do we get started? I say, well, what is it you were looking to do? And they say, well, I don't know. What do you do? I'm like, "What what do you mean what do I do? How is it possible that you want to do business with me and you don't even know what I do yet? and the reason why is because they have been emotionally moved to do so if you take the word emotion and you break it down it's energy in motion and the body is simply just a set of energy so if you want people to move their energy in your direction whether it's going to your website whether it's pressing the 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 like button whether it's moving their fingers to comment whether it's walking into your store they need to feel that emotion in order to move towards you right and so repeatedly capturing those emotions day after day after day after day, people are going to be moved to reach out to you and they won't even know why. And the other thing I want to say here as well is to integrate, and probably the last thing I should say, is that you you want to integrate social media into your life. Right? Uh, Thanks, appreciate it. Um, So you want to integrate social media into your life. Start making it a habit, right? You know, for a long time, I was telling people jokes and telling my friends jokes. And, you know, I wasted a lot of time texting a lot of my friends and telling the same joke over and over. And I realized that, like, you know, I need to start telling these jokes on social media because then I can tell it one time. And then everyone who wants to look at the joke can go there and comment on there. And now I've saved myself several hours, right? You know, and it's about making that habit. Again, if you want to form the habit, start thinking about, what are these strong emotions that I have during the day? How can I grab those, uh, th- those moments and capture them either by making a video or by you know, looking for a piece of content that actually, uh, that someone else has created that I can capture that emotion with? And, uh, and start to make it into a daily habit, right? And, and make, make goals for yourself and, and, and daily goals that are gonna allow you to uh, post these things on a day-to-day basis so that you can start to form that habit. Once it becomes a habit, it's gonna be easy. Right? It's, this is the difference between hanging out with a millennial person versus hanging out with somebody who's a baby boomer, right? You know what happens when a when a when a baby boomer sees something really cool? They go, "Oh, that's awesome," and then they leave it at that, right? But what happens when a millennial sees something cool? And this is a phrase that you hear all the time: is, "Oh my God, I have to Instagram that," right? That's a, it's a common phrase that you hear in a lot of millennials and people younger. It's, "Oh my God, we, I got to Instagram that." Hold on, let me Snapchat this, right? People are, it's more of a habit now, right? And so when you get into that habit, right, you know, it's as simple as like, hey, let me just capture this, boom, took a picture, I'm on my way. It's in your library. It's ready to go, right? And, And it's there. Instead of having to say, okay, well, i got to do this social media thing. When am I going to find time to get my content done? Maybe I'll book off a whole day on Sunday. And then Sunday comes around and you're tired and you have other work to do and you put other things first and you prioritize. And then the social media gets put to the, way, the, to, put to the side and you don't do it. And then it's excuse after excuse after excuse, right? Even if you don't, like, I'll tell you guys, there's a million things that I've captured that I've put into my social media that are in my library right now. That will never be posted, ever. Okay, and the reason why they'll never be posted is because they're not that good. But I captured it anyway. I captured it anyway because I want to make it a habit, and that's what I want you guys to start doing too. Is make this a habit for yourself. At least three times a day, find yourself a way to say, "How can I take what I'm regularly doing right now? What am I already doing regularly that I'm not capturing, that I'm not getting paid for, that I'm not, you know, uh, sharing with people?" that I can post it online. Because you don't wanna take time out of your day to do social media. You wanna take social media, integrate it within your day, so that the things that you're already doing can become more effective, okay? And I'll leave you with that, and the last thing I'll say is that if you still can't keep up, and you still can't do what I'm telling you after all of these different things, then what I want you to do is go to butterflyinfluence.com and go to the book online section and choose a time that works for you. We'll call you then and we'll discuss our content curation service. The content curation service basically just means that we will help you curate and find other content that people have already made, we're gonna send it to you, and literally all you have to do is approve the ones that you like and we'll post them on your behalf. Okay, it's very, very simple, it allows you to stay consistent so that when you're posting content that you've created, right? Um, there's actually people still listening because you didn't just let your, your, uh, your audience die because you only post created content you know once every three weeks right And so this, this service has been really really helpful for a lot of people. Um, the clients that we do that do use it really enjoy it because you know to hire a videographer, to hire a photographer, all these different things to, you know, to be able to stay consistent for 30 days uh, with content that you've created uh, if you're not doing it yourself, you're looking at anywhere from $500 a month, upwards of like, you know, several thousand, right? And the stuff that we do, you know, is is $200 or less, right? And so that process there can really help you stay consistent uh, without having to break, your, break the bank, right? And so um, I really appreciate you guys being here. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to be of service, to add value, to, to share with you guys, and to teach you things uh, so that you can take your social media to the next level. You know, uh, I've really enjoyed having a large social media presence but there's nothing I've enjoyed more than helping other people do the same and helping other people change their lives by being able to have a voice again, by being able to be a part of a community, to be able to lead communities and to be able to do great things with an audience. I think that's what we can do here today uh, and every day with social media. So I really appreciate it guys and um, you know if you guys have any questions that that I haven't answered today. Uh, feel free to, to hit me up uh, on Instagram at Bo Pinto. Um, and uh, if you have any more questions or you just want to um, look at some social media services that we have available, then go to butterflyinfluence.com and you can book a time to speak to a real human being that will uh, listen to your goals and, uh, and, and, and see what we can do to find you a solution, whether it's with us or somebody else. So thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate it. And we will see you guys next Tuesday at 7 p.m. So we usually do this On Tuesdays, today we're doing it Wednesday. We usually do it every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you didn't have a chance to check it out, then go check it out on Spotify uh, or any of those major streaming podcast sites. Thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.